Finally, we've come to the end of this shitty shit shit. And we all know what I'm talking about. We are talking about uh, Paradise Lost, the second movie of Eden of the East. We're going to talk about it, unfortunately, this week on Insuds. <laughs> we're back again with this shit, huh? Oh, we're back again, Chris. Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, it... It we, did. It, I, I'm not, we're still trying to decide if it got worse, but it's still really, really, really bad. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it got worse, because at least there's some form of closure at the end of this, kind of. I mean... Some shitty but closure, I, I, if I've ever seen it, but... Yes, and I think it just all kind of boils down to that, like, I I don't think I was ever invested from the beginning, and like, yeah. I, there was nothing to get me invested. Yeah, I think the first four episodes of the show were fine, and then it just died. Yep. Like I concur. Like that's when like they should have pulled the plug. Like where, like TV Tokyo or wherever this aired at should have been like absolutely not. We are done here. Like yes. Um, Agreed. But unfortunately, it went on to get two movies and somehow get like a 7.5 on my anime list, which is just proving that that website is just an absolute joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we're here to talk about Eden of the East. And uh, <sighs> once well, again... Which, yeah, no, like, I know. We can't be any less enthused about that. But, you know, but of course, we do it because we do it. Because it's a labor of love, and of course, that only means one thing, is that we are back for Shonen and Suds, as we have said at the top of this thing. I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I am Cody Snodgrass. And welcome, once again, to just a, just a big old sad clown episode, because like, this isn't fun, Cody. Like This episode isn't fun. Like This show isn't fun. Even, like, with all my gripes about something like High School of the Dead, at least there was, like, a story relatively, kind of, sort of, coherent enough to push us through. But, like, this, again, like, I've I've been lost from Jump Street, and it's made me not even care. So, like, it's hard for me to, again, it's hard for me to care about what's happening in this when it, there's nothing engaging or enthralling and they're not answering any questions we're literally just following somebody from point a to point b for no reason it's like you might as well make an anime about me going to the grocery store it's equally as exciting i think that's even more exciting honestly um oh shit he's buying the frozen pizza yeah i i mean dude i I don't know. Don't but imagine want... the show ends when I get to the checkout line and the movie is me checking out my groceries. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Then the second movie is me driving home. <laughs> you let the person that's behind, eat you let the, the person beast. behind you go in front of you because they only got like a loaf of bread. They've, they've got a Snickers bar exactly. Oh no, you go ahead. It's fine. Yeah, that's like four episodes of Eden of the East right there. Like, <laughs> yes, and like yes, dude. Even like. The only reason the show can even survive is panties, because he's the he's yes. carrying the plot. Like they killed him in the first season, and then like they're like, "Wait a minute, we have to bring him. He has to be here because otherwise, nobody else knows what they're doing." So his name should be Jan Sport because he <laughs> has just got everything in it and is is on his back and just carrying this show. Um, you know, and, and what it really it's it's a shame because I like the animation. The op the opening and closing themes are all excellent, but you know the bell's got to ring eventually, right? 
Yep, and uh, dude, it is just. I don't know. It's it's such a good premise to start off with in the show, at least, and they just did it all wrong, made it overcomplicated and hard mm-hmm. to understand, and then you got to jump over the pot, plot holes just to try and get to the next point. And yeah, like the General Lee on Dukes of Hazard, man, you just got to and just hop over the fucking plot holes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just rough. But I, I, Chris, I'm I guess I'm ready to dive into this. Um, well, I mean, I will be too, but I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta wet my whistle real quick first, Cody. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta coat the pipes here, and you know, I know what I've got in front of me, but I need to know, and the people out there need to know, Cody, what you drinking? Oh, good crack! All right, Chris. Well, I made the mistake last week of getting the the malt liquor Corona. Oh, that's right. That's right. Hmm. Oh yeah, that's more my speed right there. Okay. Um oh, so what you got this week? The last Corona I saw in the building. Um this is a <laughs> Corona Premier, which I guess is like their Ooh. like a Corona not a Corona light, but it's like uh mm-hmm. it's ninety calories, two point six carbs. Oh yeah. Um I think it's like five point something carbs for the whole can, which of course we're gonna be putting down today. Um <laughs> Big t- you, we might even eat the can. Yeah, it just kinda tastes like a... I don't know, just like a little little diet Corona? Like, I don't know. Like family? Like family, Chris. I'm putting some lime juice in here because I ain't got no limes. Once oh, again, no. we're in a can. Let me give this a quick shake. Can't have a Corona Indeed. without some limes. Um, Absolutely. Th- and uh, I do, I, I'm glad you mentioned that before. I, I was trying to figure out, and I was dancing around what Familiar was. And I, at the end of the episode, after we had stopped recording, I was like, oh, fuck, that's right. It's their malt liquor. It's essentially a malt liquor. <laughs> Yeah, after I had suffered for the uh, yeah. like 45 minutes. That's right, because you, you didn't even finish it, did you? No, dude, I took, like, a few drinks while it was cold, and then it got warmer, and, like... Oh, man, it got warm, re- and, and those things get warm real fast. Oh, yeah, we were, like... we I had probably asked what you were drinking, and it was already, like, room temperature. <laughs> it, it, it heats up on, like, a stopwatch timer, dude. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, it's bad. Um... But, Indeed, but you know we come, we do come back with some good news, Cody, my boys. Somehow snatched victory from the jaws of defeat, and we beat the Cowboys. How about that? It was, it was a great experience to watch. Um, it was. Football is back, and uh, you know football is back. But Chris, we got to know what you're drinking today. Well, Cody, I have already cracked it because that's what I do when we're watching fucking Eden of the East. I'm just <laughs> drinking a just you know. I'm in, it's, you know, I said that I was going to try to get things that I haven't had before. I'm, we're kind of in that awkward in between season. Like when I go to the store, be it Walmart, 7 Eleven, the grocery store, wherever to, to, to get something, there's not anything I haven't had yet. So, but also, too, we're getting ready to get into stout season. Stouts are going to be coming in hot and heavy here in the last few weeks, in the next few weeks which is what I'm uh, really excited about. So I just went with Old Reliable, Cody. I went with Founders Centennial IPA, just a simple uh, Centennial Hopped, which is where the name comes from. Uh, just very, uh, just very um, not not so much citrusy, but uh, kind, kind of piney, um, good malt backbone, just a, just a real solid American IPA. And, of course, it's from Founders out of Michigan. Um, I want to say... Gr- uh, Grand Rapids is where they're out of. Um, 
awesome facility. They have an awesome brewery. Uh, they make some of the best beers. I can't wait for their uh, their breakfast stout to come out, which is one of my all time favorites. It's, it's a it's a chocolate coffee oatmeal stout, and mwah. it is uh it's what I'm wishing what I wish I was drinking. But if you just want a, just a solid solid American IPA, you can't do much better than Founders Centennial. So. There's my glaring review. Um, I was just trying to stall to not have to talk about this bullshit. Well, that's all right, Chris. I, we can stall a little bit more because not only did your Bucks beat the Cowboys, uh, my Steelers, Chris, they beat the Bills. How about that? They did. Yeah, they with, did. Uh, all they the all the professional them. analysts said no way, can't happen. Well, it sure as hell did, Chris. God, it's just a great week when your football team wins. Oh man, oh. you know, and and, and I finally. You know, not it didn't happen so much last season until coming down the home stretch, but like all of the analysts have just jumped right back on Tom Brady's wiener, and it's like I was like, is this what it, is, is this what being a Patriots fan was like, where it's like Tom Brady just can't do anything wrong, that <laughs> you're always gonna be picked to win, that, and I was just like, man, I could fucking get used to this. Yeah. Yeah, it it feels good. Uh, nothing like going one and zero. Well, hopefully we continue continue that stretch going. Indeed. You know, as as we continue with the weeks of this podcast, but um, mm-hmm. you know, Chris, we've we've gotten to that point. It's it's time to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just skip it and go right to the poll we're gonna have <laughs> next week? As much as I would like to, yeah, uh, we're gonna have to cover this this joke of a movie. Um, Indeed, and you know, of course, we're. Continuing and finishing the Eden of the East saga with their second movie, Paradise Lost. Uh, this one was released uh, March 13th, 2010. Um, you know, it's picking up right where we left off, Cody. You know, the first, the last movie ended with them hopping on a plane to Japan. And this movie picks up on a plane to Japan. Yep. And uh, we get a cool little scene. Probably the most interesting scene of the whole show is when... It's just Taki's always dreaming, and his phone like comes alive and like is attacking him, and it goes into his ear and shit. But it's like, well, couldn't 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 the plane have just crashed right there, and then we'd all be happy? <laughs> Man, I wish. Um, but unfortunately, Taki and Saki do make it to Japan. Uh, they meet up with uh, Chigusa. Uh, sure. Who was the wife of the prime minister of Japan? Who, of course. Obviously, Taki is now supposedly his son. Um. She's pissed off, clearly. Takes a strand of his hair for DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically tell Saki to get the fuck out. Uh, she meets up back with the Eden of the East squad. The uh, team. Yeah, and uh, and then Taki, like, is in the bathroom and then, like, swaps places with a random neat he just happens to come across in the bathroom. They, like, switch clothes and, like... So they think they're, like, the, the Prime Minister... Widow and like the government people are thinking they have Takizawa with him. Mm-hmm. Find out later they don't. Uh, he's gotten out of there. Um, and what else do we have happen here, Chris? Oh, um, <laughs> we, we get to see our man Panties here shortly. Oh, Panties just carrying the whole show, um, dude. Rocking like, his like fucking Cincinnati Reds. Oh yeah, he's rubbing like, the jacket, the sweet zip up, dude. I love it. He's got the red. I wanna, yeah, like, it I, is a red ball cap, actually. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I fucking love this guy. Like this. This is the. He is the only redeeming factor of this show. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. 
Um, you got a bunch of other random stuff going on here. Uh, I'm not even going to dive into it really too much. Basically, Saki and Osugi um, mm -hmm. using the dog, like the uh, Takizawa's dog, like find Takizawa's mother. Um, there might be more to that than that, but I just remember them getting to his mom like randomly. I'm like, well, that's pretty convenient, but okay. Mm -hmm. The dog just knows where to go, and um, while they're while they're chatting and like her, she owns like a diner. Um, mm -hmm. While they're chatting, Osugi runs to the bathroom and he sees pictures of Takizawa's mother on that same like uh, carousel, um, and she's there with the prime minister, the now deceased prime minister, but like they were obviously younger, um, mm -hmm. so. It kind of like leaning towards the fact that maybe you know maybe Takizawa actually is this guy's you know son, uh, maybe he will be like the actual king of Eden. Um, spoiler alert: he doesn't end up becoming the king of Eden. Um, and eventually, we get to this scene, Chris, where we actually get to see the Juices like kind of just chilling, chilling out, having a meal, um, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. I know I'm I'm skipping around here on purpose because there's nothing else that happens in this show. Uh, it's all just a whole lot of it's literally going to the grocery store man that's the best way to describe this shit man but yeah and Taki eventually pulls up um cause he wants to I guess he wants to protect his Juice truck mm -hmm. um which I thought the Juices were actually like supercomputers, but they're also people and then they have these trucks so I wanna say he steals the num he steals his own truck which is the number 9 truck would you say he has dumps like a truck yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Um, let's see what else happens. Oh, um, God damn it, Chris! What's the main dude of Eden of the East? What's his name? Is it Hirasawa? Sure, Hirasawa meets up. He takes the one of the other trucks. I don't even remember. Oh no, no, no! I'm sorry. I take that back. It's not Hirasawa. It's the sister girl, because she knows how to drive a a truck. Sure, you got it. They steal these Jewish trucks and drive around and don't do anything. Um, eventually, uh, some sushi. <laughs> you literally just described the entire show. <laughs> Get in these trucks and don't do anything. <laughs> That's literally all they do, Chris. Um, <laughs> I wish I was kidding. But eventually, uh, I want to say it's Panties, like, hacks into the... He's looking at all the um, Salasau stuff. Yeah, because he's just carrying the show. Uh, so eventually, suits show up, and Osugi and Takizawa's mom, they got to kind of, like, run off. We find out that it is Takizawa's mom, although she's, like, a total piece of shit, uh, garbage human being uh, for leaving her mm -hmm. child behind. Um, and then we don't really get to see her anymore. Uh, nobody cares. There's nothing happened there. Uh, Takizawa quite literally drives to these trucks, drives them back, and then just goes back to talk to the Prime Minister's wife again. Like... I, I don't actually understand the point of any of this. Um, Not I, a fucking lick. Dude. I think he was just worried that Mononobe would try and destroy his truck. Uh, mm -hmm. But thankfully, due to Panties, once again, Panties sees that Celestial uh, number three, Celestial number three, who's like this grandma in like a hospital, has been sending cookies to uh, Saizo Otto, who, of course, at this point we believe to be. Mr. Outside, Celestial number mm -hmm. 12, all of the above, and she's sending cookies from, like, some bakery or something. And actually, Hirasawa uh, kind of, like, stalks the delivery woman uh, mm -hmm. and comes across this taxi, which, 
Lazzarato is also like pretending to be like a taxi driver. Um, and he kind of just spills the beans to Hirasawa. He's like telling him like how he chose to sell us out. He, he like asked him a question. I want to say it was like, you know, if you could change the world, what would you do? Or some, some bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, uh, Takizawa and Mononobe have a little face-off at the at the Prime Minister's house. Kind of just... Oh, I should mention also that Mr. Outside slash Saizoato slash Selisau number 12 is also one more slash in there, Chris. He's oh, also man. the supporter. Um, just in case sure. he, he needed it, any more about that. Okay, so Mononobe basically is talking with Takizawa, asks him to retire um, from the game so that he can take control of the government. And Takizawa's like, yeah, sure, I'll do that, um, as long as you become the prime minister. Um, so Mononobe wants to take control of the government, but doesn't want to become the prime minister. However that makes sense, Chris, you can... It doesn't. You can try as you will, but I feel like that's the best way to take over the government, by being the leader of the government. Um, I mean, look, the math checks out to me. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Dude, I, I I wish you would have just been like, yeah, okay. Um, but he doesn't. Um, so we have to watch 30 more minutes of nothingness happen here. <laughs> okay, so then Takizawa, uh, panties and all these idiots, all the Eden of these guys, come up with this. Panties air... and all these idiots. <laughs> they come up with a second phone app, Chris, that can talk to anybody's like phone. Like they can hack into anybody's phone and just get Takizawa's message on air to them. And he basically... Sure. Pretends to be a terrorist, and kind of... So that, incur- that's a great way to get shit done, right? And he gives everyone a dollar, a one yen, specifically. Mm. And he's like, you guys need to change the country. Um, which then... Uh, oh, oh, this is where it gets even better, Chris. Not really. This is all sarcasm here. Um, so then we get to see like how Saizo, Otto, and uh, Takizawa first met. Takizawa's mm-hmm. like a paper boy or something like that, and they have like a fun conversation. Kind of interesting, not really. Um, but eventually, after Takizawa gives his little speech thing over the airship app, um, Taizawa Wato ends the game, says all the Celestel are winners, and as a farewell gift, Chris, he does the number one thing we hate most around here. He erases everybody's memories. All right, so the poll we've got for next week. Right. Um, and Oh, but of course, Chris, Takizawa is unaffected by these this memory loss because this guy can't remember shit anyhow, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and then what else do we get? Uh, Mononobe goes to leave, uh, runs into Yuki, who's one of the Celestial that doesn't really matter. He's the guy that did the Careless Monday thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mononobe, like, runs him over, um, which is cool. Probably the most action back scene we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, Takizawa checks the DNA test, um, from the Prime Minister chick. Uh, he's not related to him at all. Uh, give Saki a smooch, which I'm pretty sure is what all these fucking simp weebs have been waiting for. Oh my god. Um, probably the only reason it got a 7.5 is because they actually kiss at the end. Um, mm-hmm. And then Takis, I was like, alright, I'm gonna, I'll see you later. I gotta run away again for whatever reason. I don't know. <sighs> and when I say I don't know, I mean he literally doesn't know. He just like, oh, I gotta go. Uh, mm, uh. <laughs> see you later. Uh, and then the epilogue where Saki narrates how Eden shut down for a while to support the Neats. Nobody cares. Yeah, that, that's the show. Okay. Yeah. And uh, thank God. Yep. And yeah, Chris, I 
I don't know why these movies were needed. I think the show should have just been canceled. Should have just been canned after a season. Um, yep. Yeah, just way too confusing and way too many plot holes. And then, like, towards the end, you just want it to be over. So you're, like, watching. Like, we were literally just finishing our plate at this point. Um, yeah, like, the, these are just, like, the worst Brussels sprouts I've ever had in my life. And I like Brussels sprouts. But these are just, like, these are the whitest person you know what I mean? Like, they steamed them, didn't put a lick of salt, lick of pet, didn't cut up some bacon, didn't do anything to these things. And it's like, well, I have to eat them or I, I, I can't get up or go live the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, no, and, let's... And... Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no please. That, that was... <laughs> I'm having PTSD. <laughs> um, and I can't remember if I, we brought this up in the last episode or not. But I found out that this was actually made by Kinji Kamiyama, which we, we mentioned. Yeah, he did the... uh, Death Note, right? He... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. He, he did oh, like... Oh, Jinro. He did... He worked on Jinro as a unit director. He worked on like... Mm-hmm. Um, Blood the Last Vampire. He was doing like the screenplay. He did um, some of the Metabot storyboards. He did almost all of Ghost in the Shell except for the original movie. He did like Standalone Complex, Second Gig, Solid State mm-hmm. Society, um, the 3D remake of all of that, um, and then Standalone Complex 2045. Mm-hmm. He did all kinds of actual like important... So anime. he knows what he's doing. Yeah, and then he became the director and screenplay for all of Eden to the East. Did like his kid or something have just like a fever dream one day and was like, here, write this down, dad. I, dude, I don't know. Like, but I got he nothing. was the director, series, composition, script, storyboard, and chief writer, and screenplays on both the movies. Or all sure. three of the movies, because of course they made a, they made Eden of the East Air Communication, which is just cramming the first 11 episodes or 12 or whatever it is together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like he lost his touch um yeah just straight up he's got some other stuff he made like the more recent ultraman he's like the director on that um mm-hmm. which is fine i guess yeah it's better than this oh 100 yeah i mean Hawk it, said it, it's it better than quite this. literally has to be um yeah it's just weird how he i don't know how he got from ghost in the shell which is pretty beloved um i don't know about the later series and all the remakes and remasters they've done mm-hmm. um but I don't know how he got from that to this, but here we are, Chris. We've now covered his got to be his shittiest anime he's ever done. Yeah, I, I, I if, is there a polar opposite, like a complete 180 of masterpiece? This would be it, Chris. He even did this. He this even did it. backgrounds for Ducktales. God damn it! Oh. <sighs> how, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Uh, yeah. My God. But that is the end of Eden of the East, Chris. That let, I know. Thank we're, God. We're only like twenty something minutes into this podcast, so let me let me have a drink real quick so I can. Oh please. Yeah, because right. <clears throat> we we like we literally just there was just nothing happening. Yeah, I think overall the premise was really cool. I like the premise, like this. Mm-hmm. Until he deleted his memories for like the third or fifth time or whatever it was like uh-huh. started off really cool and then the detective died and like then the show just went bad like it just i didn't care um yeah panties literally carried the good. show panties died 
Like, I don't, not to go back and rehash, you know, whatever you want to call this, an old wound or something, but, like, when Panties got hit by the car, and he, like, fell into that little, like, sewer grate thing, mm-hmm. like, you saw the little flower fall and, like, land on him, which usually would, like, signify, like, a death. Like, it, they made it seem like he was dead, dead, like, mm-hmm. no bones about it, and they just bring him back in the last episode, so. Um, and he carried through I- these two movies, he did as best as he could. Well, it's because they realized they fucked up. It's real. They realized that they had a. They they killed the most, the best character, and the only character that you can really even care about. Absolutely. Um. But yeah. Uh. What a just terrible show. Horrible. Um. If this is your Definitely favorite show, once mine. again, just go to uh, hell. Go find a new podcast. I actually was listening to <laughs> Trash Taste, which is a. Uh, a very mm-hmm. ironically named uh, anime podcast on YouTube. I, I kind of check it out from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just searched up Eden of the East on YouTube, and I found... And they called it, like, a hidden gym. And I was like... I was like... Oh, shit! And these are, like, respect... Like, this is, like... Uh, I think it's Mr. Anime Man or whatever his name is. I can't think of his name. Uh, what his YouTube name is. But, like, this is, like, a very highly regarded podcast. And I was, like, listening to them talk, and I'm like... Are you guys... Uh-uh. Are you guys just like trying to get like a sponsorship from this guy, or like, like, because you're just no, like you're just wrong. Um, yeah, so, yeah. They were talking about how it's like a hidden, a hidden gym. I'm like, no, not even. Yeah, close. yeah. You're a fucking liar. No way. You could say General of the Wolf Brigade's like a hidden gym because I'd never heard of it. Okay, that is a hidden yes. gym made by the same guy right here. Um, couldn't believe it. Um, but enough, enough. Eden of the East, Chris. Let's put it on the, let's put it on our ranking. Th- that being Paradise Lost. Now, currently, we both have Eden of the East, King of the Eden, sitting at number seventeen. Which, for those listening, uh, that's dead last on both of our lists. Yeah. Um, where do you rank Paradise Lost? Do you put this above or below? I, I'm gonna put it above just because it's it's the finish line and we know it's over. Okay. I think I'm gonna put it below. Oh man. On my list. Um. Only because, I mean, I tried my best right there, and I could only fill in 20 minutes of a podcast, so. That's also a very fair point. And it seemed like everything they were, like, at least the end, or at least the first movie, it seemed like they were eventually going to lead up to something. Obviously, then they went to the credits. Uh, mm, yeah. Which I'm also fine with going straight to the credits. That would be fantastic. Um, yeah, I would have liked to have just gotten on the plane, the plane lands, roll credits. Yeah, that would have been great, right? Um, Man. Oh, shit, I just did that wrong. Um, okay, so... Copy this. Sorry, I'm talking my way through the steps because I, I just goofed on one of our lists. Um, oh, just new boot goofing over here. That's right. Um, so either way, Eden of the East, we, you got it. You got King of Eden in Dead Last, and I have Paradise Lost in Dead Last. Um, like I mean, these neither movies, of us win. Yeah, no winners here. Um, Seven Deadly Sins. Once again, as bad as that movie was, like it is leagues above these. So oh, man. these will probably be like the very bottom for a very long time. Um, yes. Concur. I can confirm. Concur. And let me check. Be- oh, go ahead. No, I was, I was gonna say like you know, outside of High School of the Dead, just because I didn't like all of like the creepy high school TNA panty shots and. You know, like, right. that's just creepy to me. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, this might be the only other anime that I have just not enjoyed watching. Like, 
it it was a chore, like a legitimate chore. Yeah, to Chris, power through this stuff. And I'm actually glad you mentioned that because I just went back to our rankings. I'm actually putting this at the bottom of my list, mm-hmm. um, below Cannon Busters, that included. Um, yeah. As bad as Cannon Busters was, as bad as High School of the Dead was, um, this is just like at least I can be like, oh, another panty shot in High School of the Dead. But like at least there's like a cool little zombie story kind of happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you take that out. And it, and if you take like the TNA panty shots out, there there is a a decent survival story happening. Absolutely. Yeah, like Cannon Busters just seemed like an unfinished product, and then of course the creator had to go and be like a dickhead and just pocket everybody's money from uh, mm-hmm. from the Kickstarter or the GoFundMe, whichever one it was. Yep. Yeah, but, it was definitely the <clears throat> Kickstarter. Yeah, so even of the East is going to be at the bottom of all my list. Um, let me save yeah, this. It's not even close. And then Chris, we got uh, we got some we got a poll that we're gonna throw up this week. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and go over that, and then we'll talk about what we're watching next week. Um, so Chris, we're gonna do a movie because we got a show coming up next week, and uh, why don't you talk about your two choices this week? Sure. Um, so the other day on the Facebook page, I posted um, a little trailer that you know I just going down you know internet rabbit holes. And I, it just came across as like, you know, sometimes like YouTube will just like recommend stuff just arbitrarily. I, I think my phone constantly hears me talk about like the streamlined pictures, um, animes. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to share this trailer so people who listen to this podcast can finally re- know what I'm rambling about. And everybody who watched it loved it because like that, that I mean, it's all it's all quality movies. Um and I actually went back and watched it, and it just reminded me how. And I've nominated it once before, but I'm nominating Lily Cat one more time. Okay. And I mean, just a, a sci-fi like, think like Alien kind of, like the movie Alien. Mm-hmm. Think that, but anime, and it's a quality quality flick. All um, in. Yep, and that's my first one. My second one um, is one that I. It's one that I really, really like, and it often falls through the cracks, but it's it's from the mid-90s, um, and it has, like, I often forget, like, the quality cast in this thing. We've got Elizabeth Berkley, Kiefer Sutherland, fucking Brian Cranston, uh, you know. Um, it's called Armitage 3. Um, it's a cyberpunk, ghost-in-the-shell type. Basically, the main character is a... Uh, her name is Naomi Armitage, and she is a Type 3 android, hence the name Armitage 3. Um, it's um, it's very similar to 8-Man in the sense that it's like a, an OVA series that's just been kind of combined into one movie. Now, there are, like, um, I want to say there is a there is a sequel to it. There's, um, it's, you have, po- it's called polymatrix and then you have dual matrix um i'm just sticking with the original because i want to say uh the sequel came out way later yeah it looks like like, um let me see looks like the original was 95 95 mistaken um polymatrix was 97 and then dual matrix was 2002 Okay. 
Um, yeah, so very, very like th different. Th those two are movies, and this one's like a little four-episode miniseries type thing. Yep. Yeah, very similar to Eight Man, which was also a four um, four episode miniseries. But I think that's one that it's it, it's another one of those like hidden gems that this one used to always come on Sci Fi Channel. And if you've never watched it, you're fucking up because it's a really really good movie. Interesting, yeah. I'm and it's a it's a diamond in the rough. It's like a mid '90s anime that actually has decent voice acting and decent dubbing. Yeah, I'm looking so. through the cast now. Yeah, old boy Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, and Walter White himself gotta love it. Exactly, and uh, like I remember, it it was actually a big deal because I want to say at the time Elizabeth Berkeley had just come off of Saved by the Bell and did uh, Showgirls, and this was somewhere in between that. So it was like, oh shit, that's a uh, fucking Jesse from Saved by the Bell, and uh, then you were like, well, fucking Kiefer Sutherland, I love Lost Boys, so why not? That's right. Yeah, looking forward to either of those two if they win. Uh, obviously, yeah. I've never seen either one, so I'm looking... Excellent. Now, was Armitage 3, was that in that preview that you showed us? Or... Uh, it was not. Armitage was not. Was okay. Not. okay. Uh, but uh, but I know, I want to say there's like an anniversary of Ghost in the Shell or something that's happening or coming up soon, and this reminds me a lot of Ghost in the Shell, but I think I actually like this. I guess because, I mean, it's a cyberpunk, futuristic, dystopian... What you know, call you know, use all the adjectives to describe 80s uh, cyberpunk. It's that's this, but I think the the story and the characters are enough to carry it on its own merits. Interesting, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to either of these. Like I said, I haven't seen either one, so mm -hmm. um, but that leads me to my uh, my uh, my choices this week. So, first up. Mm -hmm. Uh, for the one that I haven't seen, I went with Ocean Ocean Waves, which is actually a Studio Ghibli film. Mm -hmm. uh, we found out, I believe it came out in 1993. I saw it on HBO Max just before we started recording here. Um, mm -hmm. I don't. It's not a Hayao Miyazaki film, but it is still Studio Ghibli, so you know it's going to be high quality. Absolutely, that quality hand-drawn art. Yeah, and um, so I nominated that, and then I went with... Finally, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it on there. I'm going to do Your Name, uh, my favorite anime film of all time. Um, we're we're just tired of watching shit around here, Chris. Right? <laughs> we're tired. Yeah, either of... oh, either we're... one of these that win are gonna be just oh man, it's gonna be such a breath of fresh air, Cody. Yeah, I I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm also looking forward to what we're watching next week. Um, mm -hmm. as much bad talk as it's gotten, um, it, it can't, can't be worse than this. It can't be. It literally cannot be. Um, for everybody that suggested us to watch Promise Neverland. Uh, everybody was saying, you know, just just watch the first season, don't watch season two. We don't do that around here. We gotta, we finish our plates, Chris, right? And um, Yes, and I, I, I almost want to say thank you for voting on Eden of the East, because I think now you've curbed any possible hatred I could have for season two of Promise Neverland. Because no matter how bad it is, Cody, it's not gonna be as bad as what we just sat through for the last three weeks. No, it can't be. Um, and I want to. It'll so be I'm, impossible. No, it's impossible. I'm double checking. I'm going to. I'm just pulling up Promise Neverland on uh, Wiki real quick. Mm -hmm. Trying to avoid spoilers. Okay, there's 11 episodes, so we're just gonna cover that whole thing. Yeah, we'll just crank it all out. Because again, I I can't stay enough. Like Promise Neverland has become like a new favorite for me, and 
you know, and, and I still might be disappointed in season two, but after this, I don't think I'm going to hate it. Yeah. I mean, there's no way I'm going to hate it as much. Like it, it's something I can watch again, even if season two is just, you know, the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and, uh, and if season two sucks, I can just disavow the knowledge of it. And just like, like I'm going to completely forget Eden of the East exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and if season two of Promised Neverland is bad, I can just forget. It can be like the Disney Star Wars movies. I can just forget they happened. Um, <laughs> and then just watch the ones that I like, which in this case, I will just watch. See, I will just watch season one and end it there because it's told me the story I need to hear. And I will warn you, because uh, I know you're new to uh, having Funimation, Chris. Mm-hmm. Just watch. Make sure you don't. Uh scroll over on the episode list at all because there are some major spoilers in the images. Uh, oh, wow. So, like, just, just you know, just watch one episode at a time. You know, don't don't go seeing how many there are. There's 11 episodes because I've already <laughs> I've already spoiled it myself and uh, Oh, no. It's unfortunate, but it happens. It's, you know, it, 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 it I mean, it's fine. I, I, I will get over it soon enough. Um, because you'll be watching it, and we'll either be really okay with it, or we'll just be disappointed, but we won't hate it. Like, that's the thing. I think it's impossible for me to hate it at this point. You know, Cody, maybe if there's something that I don't want to watch, maybe I just pop in Eden of the East for five minutes and be like, nah, you know what? I think it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the way to go. Like, I think that's what I'm going to have to do when the next part of uh, Seven Deadly Sins comes out. I'm just going to, I'm going to pop, I'm going to put Eden of the East in for a couple minutes and be like, okay. Thank you for the perspective. Yeah, and then it just makes everything better, I think. Um, yes. And we're going to drag that name through the mud probably for as long as this podcast goes on, I feel. Uh, yeah, oh, as long as I live. Um, but yeah, so next week, or this week, excuse me, uh, we're going to have a new Twitter poll up. Obviously, once again, the choice is just to recap. will be Lilycat, Armitage 3, Ocean Waves, and Your Name. Uh, you guys, if you want to vote on those, you can go to our Twitter page, which is just at Shonen Insuds. Give us a follow, and uh, you know, be sure to vote on the polls because you guys get to we we throw up the suggestions, and you guys choose what we watch. Um, and I'd actually be really excited to watch your name. I've ne- I've never watched it, but I you said it's your favorite of all time. I have not heard anything but just glaring, just glowing reviews about this movie. So yeah, I hope hopefully it's not like too overhyped. Um, but it, it really does deliver in my opinion. Um, just cause I'm one of those people that I've had like things like super overhyped before mm-hmm. and I've gone in and I've been disappointed. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Uh, Good. If, if it wins, uh, once again, you guys can vote, decide what you want us to watch. Um, we're pretty much just going to be nominating nothing but bangers from here on out. Um, at least for a little while because <laughs> we, we've had enough, you know, cannon busters and Eden of the yeah. East. In high school, the deads. Yeah, if we no, if we nominate a turd, it'll be because neither of us have watched it, or if we end up watching a turd, it'll be because neither of us have ever watched it, and it's just like, oh, this wasn't good. Yeah. But then we'll always remember. If, at least it's not Eden of the East. <laughs> that's right, Chris. Um. Well, with that being said, I think that's that, Chris. That's all I got. I think. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think we can uh, we can fake the funk on this one anymore. I'm just glad it's over. Yeah, I'm glad it's over, dude. I'm looking forward to Promise Neverland. Like, I'm probably gonna slap an episode on. I'd probably watch a couple episodes tonight because I think it's looking like Chris. I might be off for another week at least. Oh man, so, 
So I've been I've actually been rewatching some Naruto, some of the oh, original nice. Naruto. Believe it. Yeah, I've been enjoying. I've been believing it. You know it, Chris, because <laughs> as soon as I turn off eating these, I'm like, all right, I need something, something that I know will deliver. Wash this filth <laughs> off of me. Yeah, so I went back and I've been rewatching some Naruto. Really enjoying that. Um, obviously, we got Promised Neverland coming up next week. Then we're gonna do the mm-hmm. movie, and then we're diving back into My Hero. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Season five, which I know we've each seen a few of the first episodes, but we're going to be able to fully binge it. And uh... yeah, because the problem I was having, and it was the problem I was having with season five, um, and I can just go ahead and say it. I think they they were really dragging out this student, the class one uh, A versus one, really dragging that out. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I don't want to watch a half of a fight and then they finish part of it the next week. I, I was just like, yeah, I'll just watch it all. I'll just watch it all at once when it's over. So. Yeah, and it should be fully dubbed by the time we finish the movie. Excellent. Um, if it's not, we'll just throw something else up, and then it'll be next on the chopping block. Yeah, we'll just yeah, we'll just do another movie. That's that's the whole. There, there is no shortage of anime to watch, Cody. That's for damn sure. Oh, especially um, yeah, especially now that you got Funimation, Chris. There, I mean, yep. the list. As long as you can get the app to load, which me while I, while I've been recording, I've been trying to get this thing to load uh it doesn't uh-huh. work. it does just doesn't work like the, <laughs> one of the worst apps in the history of the world um and man I, I don't know how they're actually still in business because this is just the worst app ever and well, I, it's their library it's their library i mean i mean you're you're pay you're paying for the content not the infrastructure i swear man it is just so bad it's like it, it's one of the worst apps ever uh i but that's another podcast for another time right um, but yeah, guys, that that's gonna do it for this week. It's probably gonna be our shortest episode ever. I think we're just over like forty minutes at this point. But yeah, I mean, it's hard to talk about nothing, and I think the fact that we were able to, you know, stretch this one to forty minutes because there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Again, it was more of the same, and it wasn't good same. Just a wasted good concept. It was. That's it, all it was. That's one hundred percent what it was. I don't want to. And you know, we've beat that horse to death as it is. Um, and we're just going to move on from it. And we're going to watch nothing but good stuff. So, says the guy who was so adamant to not want to watch uh, season two of Promise Neverland. But uh, <laughs> it can't be worse than this. Like we've said before, I, it can't. It just can't be. That's right. And if you guys want to follow along with us, we're going to be watching on Funimation because uh, I enjoyed the English dub. I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to subbed, especially if it's as bad as they say. I'm watching it in English. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, tune in next week. And uh, I've been Cody Snodgrass. And as always, I'm Chris Adams, or I'm wearing the wrong underwear. <laughs> <laughs>